and good evening everyone and welcome to Horror Stories. I'm your host Kelly Aaron and I'm here tonight with my gorgeous co-host Sasha Powers. Sasha, how are you babe? I'm good, how are you? Special guest tonight, Jess of JS, J, is it JNS Photography, a boudoir photographer from Maine who is an amazing, amazing artist and we're so happy to have you with us tonight, Jess. Hello. Welcome to Horror Stories. Hello. I'm so excited to be here. I'm Jessie. Um, and yeah, so technically my business name is JNS Photography. Uh, the boudoir part of it, we kind of call boudoir by JNS Photography. Nice, nice. Yeah. We're so excited to have you with us. And how we got connected, um, our friend Kay um commissioned you to create some beautiful photographs for her um uh to be able to share with her husband and i uh sasha and i talked with her a couple episodes ago about that and um it was just wonderful and we're just excited to have you on the other side of it this is awesome um so that's how we know each other. Can we ask you, Jess, would you share, I'm she, her, Sasha is she, her. Would you mind sharing your pronouns with us? Yep. I am also she, her as well. Okay, cool. And we like to ask age just because, you know, it's sort of an interesting fact sometimes. Do you yeah, mind sharing? Yeah, yeah. So of course I'm 37 and um, have been doing this since 2007. Ooh. Oh my gosh. Oh, wow. Yeah. That is really yeah. cool. So you, yeah. it was, it's been a passion for a long time. Yes. I love yes, it. it has. And I mentioned earlier that you were in Maine and what part of Maine are you in? Because we're going to, you were giving all your social media handles. So if people know where yeah. to get in touch with you. Yes. Yeah, so actually Massachusetts. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm, oh, I'm close. She's back and forth all the time. She is. Yeah. So I get that because I think in the summer she is, uh, Kathy is in uh, Maine. And so um, I'm actually in Massachusetts. My I live near Boston, but my studio is in a town called Shirley, Mass. Um, so it's about 45 minutes outside of Boston in a beautiful mill building. And it's just... It's, it's gorgeous. Oh, so it's worth the oh. drive. It's worth the drive, even if you're coming from Maine. So, I mean, hey. <laughs> I love Massachusetts. I've been there a couple times. That part so of the country. Beautiful. Oh, I love it. Yeah. So you said since 2007, and I was going to yes. ask you how long you've been interested in photography and how you got yeah. involved in it. So talk to us a little bit more about that history, Jess. Yeah, yeah. So it's just funny to me because, you know, a lot of people get into photography because they love, you know, the gear and the equipment and that whole, like, I don't know, like artist mindset. And for me, I've never been that person. I am not a gearhead. I don't even care about what kind of camera I have, honestly. For me, it's about documenting moments and remembering things. And so I've been that friends that took pictures like since I was a kid like I was the friend that documented our hangouts you know I had the little point and shoot disposable cameras right yes <laughs> yes, yes. and so um, cool. I love right? those friends yeah, right. Because someone's got to do it. And usually it's not everybody that's into that. So I was always the friend that was like documenting and, you know, making scrapbooks and stuff as a, as a kid. And so photography, I just I found it in college, actually, like in terms of taking a photography class. And I actually went to college for psychology um and i ended up a studio art major <laughs> oh that is like almost identical to my experience <laughs> i double majored in psych and fine arts <laughs> nice. right well it's such an interesting group of things right mm -hmm. i mean psychology yeah. psychology affects everything it can relate to anything and it's just about understanding people and when you're photographing people what better way to get to know them than by kind of having an understanding of the psychology aspect of everything. So it all connects. Um, but I photographed kids and families and weddings. Um, 
in the whole beginning part of my business to kind of get started. And that was just my kind of into it. And um, Boudoir actually kind of found me because the first time I ever did a shoot, I had a friend that was like, hey, have you heard of this thing called Boudoir? I have a bunch of friends. Do you want to do it? And I was like, okay. <laughs> and really? and that, yeah, that was like 2012 or something. So that was kind of before it was super, super well known like it is now. And I did it for many years with weddings and all the things. But in 2017 or 18 is when I fully made a separate website for it. We really put time into like building the studio with that in mind, really kind of learning new poses and just being more like this is an offering of its own. Um, so right, exactly. it's been a journey. Absolutely. And it's like, yeah. it, it's like just photography as a broad art medium and then drilling mm. down, as you said, there's just so many different facets. So right. you said a friend was into it and introduced <laughs> you to it in 2012 because there's a, there's a whole different component, right? When you're shooting families and weddings, those venues are taking care of for you there you don't have a studio it really is maybe you do you can the two aren't necessarily mutually exclusive but you know what i'm saying so how did you kind of catapult into that and sort of you mentioned you're in this beautiful old mill building and how did you Mm. sort of I can just see that fine art married to the psych, you know, that psychology yeah. that goes into picking that comfortable space. Talk to us a little bit more about that vibe. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So I've actually had uh, four studios over the years. So, you know, just like leasing an apartment, there are, you know, there's a term lease and, you yes, know, you're, you either got to stay or you got to move. And um, so... Um, the yes. cool thing is over the years we've grown. And so you can't always start with the biggest, most beautiful studio because you got to, you know, start somewhere. And so every year or every about three years, we got a new studio. And this current one that we're in now is just stunning. It is literally a mm-hmm. photographer's dream. Um, it is uh, almost 2000 square feet. So it's a big wow. space. Wow. And yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. It's so pretty. And it, it's in an old mill building that's been renovated. So they did such a beautiful job because they kept the wood floors, the original beams, the ceilings, but they mm. made it, you know, safe and there's no leaking and, you know, <laughs> new windows. No holes in the so, floor. We do because at, while we want to feel rustic, because I do think my studio is very rustic, lots of brown tones, you know, uh, cool wood floors. You don't want to worry about safety. You want to make sure you're mm-hmm. so professional and that your clients feel safe and, and not like, oh, is this building going to fall down? <laughs> right, right. Um, I know exactly what you mean because I just moved out of an art studio uh, nice. that was kind of a crazy mess of a building. It was old and beautiful, but it was also um, very, very, uh, you know, scary at night and lights flickering yeah. and, you oh, know, no. nails sticking up out of the floor and um, a mm-hmm. fire escape falling off the building. So exactly, there's a, there's a, you got a strong like a balance there, if you will, with the, the right. rustic and the safe. So it, you've, you've right. obviously obtained that. And I've seen some of your photos and we are going to be posting some of those. So be sure to look at our Instagram horror stories because I will be posting some of these beautiful photos and you can see this backdrop uh, of a space that is just, yeah. it's got a personality of its own, you know? Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. And what's what's so great about the space is that we got it just open. Like there were no dividing walls. There was it was just white walls. And so over we moved up to this studio in 2019, um, and uh, we have custom built all our sets. So um, we have a whole white brick wall that looks like there's you know a plaster kind of breaking off of it. Totally yeah. fake totally made that so cool and and then yes. there's like you know little corners like pretty much there's like four corners where we've made it like a little set so 
I have an entire wall of windows. So that in itself is gorgeous and amazing. Um, but like one corner is like a bed with whites and grays and greens. And it's very simple and cozy. And then there's another corner that has all plants and it's like a jungle. Ooh. And yeah, I love plants. <laughs> yes, so do we. Yes. And all greenery. And then I have a corner that's kind of my newer section that is teal and gold. And I have a gold bed and a bathtub and a mirror. And it's just like so stunning. Yeah, yeah actually, right. I love oh. the teal and gold. Um, it looks like a, like a wallpaper kind of or. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So crazy. Literally. So this is why YouTube is so great. (laughs) If you have an idea, you can literally search YouTube and be like, how do I make this paint technique? Yeah. That's so great. Because what we did without it. Oh my God. Yeah. I don't, cause I don't know how to do these things. I'm not a painter. I'm, I barely consider myself an artist, honestly. (laughs) And which which is my own imposter syndrome coming out already. <laughs> yeah. Right. But um the what I did for that wall is I took so I teal and gold paint in a couple layers of color and crumpled up paper, dipped it, and then just hit oh. it on the wall in different places. Oh, I love that. <laughs> so you guys, should, you learn. you guys should really look at this picture because it's just so stunning, the wall. Actually, like, I love it. Yeah, the first thing I noticed about I love the picture. <laughs> and so, oh, right, I I feel like there are so many photographers out there now. Really, what you're trying to do is be like, how am I different? What do I do that makes me unique and different and stand out? And I used to have a studio that just had backgrounds, like colored backgrounds. You know, it was like here I am on a white background, <laughs> which works. <laughs> You know, that can be a whole vibe. That is some people's, you know, style. And it used to be mine. And so I've evolved to be more about kind of like, here we are in an environment. We've created this beautiful environment that we can interact with, that we can feel a little less like, oh, I'm in a photo studio. (laughs) (laughs) So just... That leads me to my next question, which is, you know, boudoir is unique in that you have to get, it's, it's an intimate setting. Um, there's a vibe to it. That's different. Uh, it's a whole really different genre. Um, how do you establish rapport and get, get people comfortable? Yes. I think this is literally the most important thing (laughs) because boudoir is just well well even backing up being photographed is scary right as it adults is. as adults we bring so many things to being photographed we have bad experiences we have those awkward photos from school you know yes <laughs> right we we yeah. have now social media and um, there's always those tagged pictures that somebody tagged you in that you didn't know took, and it's like you're chewing, <laughs> you know. That irritates me so bad. Yes. I know. And so we just bring a lot to being photographed. And so honestly, I really feel this way about headshots, about family sessions too. That the most important thing for an adult is to get comfortable first before getting in front of the camera. Because once we go here and the camera's in your face. <laughs> yes. Right? It's so true. We, yeah. we want to shrink. We want to hide. We don't want this. And then that awkward smile happens. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or you look You're trying. <laughs> but it's not working. You know, in body no. language, you can tell when someone's not comfortable. So in boudoir, Even more so, right? Because we not only have those fears of just being photographed badly, but we Mm -hmm. also have the fears of, oh, I've seen beautiful pictures, but I'm going to be the one that can't do this, right? Right. I'm going to be the one that a lot of people joke, break your camera, right? I'm so horrible. I'm the one who can't do this, right? Right, right. How do you put somebody at ease? Yeah. And so I think the most important thing is being authentic 
So making sure that whenever I'm posting, whenever, you know, my website, my social media content, anytime that I'm uh, sharing what I do, making sure that it's, it's coming from a place of being authentic to who I am, because I yes. think that really shows that, oh, she's a person. Mm-hmm. Right, know? right. And that, the- and that there's a vulnerability there too. Mm, yes. So and- maybe I can be vulnerable. Right. And, you know, and so that's one part of it is just making sure my messaging is, is, you know, positive, authentic, um, because then it's not salesy. Right. No one, you're like, you want to get naked and because (laughs) they're telling you that it's, you know, you're, I don't know, that just doesn't work for me. Like, that's not who I am. And so by being authentic, which is more who I am, right. It's, um, I'm silly. I'm weird. I am flawed, and I'm a normal person too. But that's what makes yeah. Oh, I love it. It says flawed and on my that's arm. What makes... I am too. Oh, I love it. We all are, right? Because yeah. society has taught us this lie that perfection is a thing, and that whatever perfection is, you're not. We're not right, and it's just that just it makes us feel bad. No one's perfect, and so. Um, so being authentic in my messaging, I think is one thing, cause that's usually how someone first hears, right? They see the website, they go on Facebook, they see me on Instagram. Um, then the biggest part is once they actually decide to reach out, they're being vulnerable in that moment, very vulnerable to even think about doing this, right? Because this is vulnerable to a next level. We are being sexy. What? Right? <laughs> that is not a normal thing, right? Like we don't often feel that way about ourselves or that we're even worthy of spending money on ourselves, taking time away from other stuff to do something for us. All these things are uncomfortable and vulnerable. And so making sure that we're in communication, they know exactly what to expect. And so whether that, I mean, usually that starts in like, Facebook messages, Instagram messages, emails. But then I always meet with everybody for a free consultation. And that can be in person at my studio. And then they get to really see it in real life and meet me in real life. Um, That's a great idea. Right? So they're not just just coming in cold. Yes. I never would want that. It's just, and even if somebody said they could do it, Why? You know, because I would rather be more comfortable that more comfortable is never a bad thing ever. Um, So so I can feel your energy and your Mm. like your authenticity and you're willing to be vulnerable with somebody. So Mm. they're going to get comfortable back. I just I can see how that just the kind of person you are totally. I wish you lived closer. I know. I know. know. I'm like, gosh, I'd like to document myself with some photos. Yeah. And you'd be the kind of person, Jess, just so comfortable and so like that psychology and fine arts at work. Right. And, And, you know, and the cool thing now, especially post 2020, Zoom has become so easily accessible. Everybody uses it. FaceTime is another option. But so I always, even if somebody's like, listen, I live an hour away or farther, I still want to meet you. Can we do it virtually? And we can always do that. So yes. I just, it's so valuable to me to talk in detail ahead of time. Oh, Absolutely. When it comes to like getting comfortable in these sessions, yeah. I know that like a big topic of conversation within the last few years is like body dysmorphia and how to how do you um help clients because i know a lot of i know a lot of women or um like non-binary people they they struggle with this and i know that would be a big hurdle for a lot of people to get just their foot through the door when it comes to photography of course do you have like ways of helping people kind of get over that hurdle yeah. So, you know, the, and all of this is complicated, right? Because this is so delicate. We're talking about so many different things and, and life experiences, um, but so common. 
especially for women, especially non-binary people, you know, it is, it, it's common. And I guess one thing that I always like to say is that although, yes, I'm super involved and have a process, the client is really the one doing the work. You know what I mean? Because I can't, I, I am not a licensed, uh, you know, therapist. I can't change somebody kind of period. But if they're in a place where they're ready to start seeing themselves in a new way, like trying to, that's usually when people start reaching out. And so, um, a lot of people may may learn about it for a while, may, you know, kind of watch in the background and be like, okay, that's something. Maybe someday I want to do that, but I'm not ready, right? Like that's not, I'm not ready for that. And I often have people even meet with me and then in like a year come back and they're like, I'm finally ready. <laughs> so, oh, that's um, so cool. Right. And, and I think that's so beautiful because I don't want to pressure someone to do this when they're not ready. Mm-hmm. Um, and now that doesn't mean that we're ever really ready. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, um, so I can't say like, I can cure body dysmorphia because that's not realistic. Mm-hmm. I don't, I can't say that. But I think this process, I think the choosing to see yourself differently is where that power is. Mm-hmm. So I think the thing that I can do to help keep people get in the door is be sharing content and getting my message out there that this is a safe space, that I am, you know, trauma informed. I do my best to always learn new things about different, you know, things like anxiety, body dysmorphia, you know, um, all, I mean, all the things because they all affect how our body image is and how we see ourselves. Um, and so, so again, I can't, I can't fix it, but I like to think that once the information's out there and then the person feels like this is a step they're thinking of taking, then it's about making it comfortable, right? Make it doable because it's already scary. We don't want to make it more scary. Let's make it doable. And then they get this experience that's positive. Yeah. Because so much body stuff, body image things are negative, right? We have our negative thoughts. We've had bad experiences. And as long as we take this risk and then it's super fun, it's super positive and it's way more easy than you thought, that's when we start to make those those brain changes of like, ooh, I could do scary things, right? Wow. And, and, and then the photography part is that we get proof. We right. get this actual proof of you doing it, right? So it's not just this experience, which is- I have honestly, never I cried think, on this podcast before. Oh, <laughs> you're so beautiful. Yeah. Oh, you're just knocking me out. Me of, I've, I've never cried on my podcast before. Um, you Aww. are just, I have the chills right now. Yeah. I wasn't expecting this kind of information. It's just going yeah. into these places that like, wow, I'm so happy for mm. these people that are getting in touch yes. with you mm. and are able to work with you because, whew, you're just taking it to that validation level that's really yeah. mm, punching my buttons, girl. Oh my gosh. Yes. Wow. Well, mm. and how how much of a understood experience are all these things, right? You know, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And 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 how important that validation is and then mm. to be a part of that person's world as they're making this amazing transformative step to acceptance Mm. and love. My God, doesn't don't our lives get better the more we love ourselves. So, wow. Thank you. Preach, preach. Yes. Thank you for letting me Uh, ball on my fucking podcast. (laughs) We're feeling the feelings tonight. Oh my God. So, okay. Let's talk a little bit and I'm going to, okay, let's really quick. um, I'm going to do this countdown to a break and then we'll be right back. So follow along with me here. Um, We're going to take a quick pause. We'll be right back with horror stories. 
And we're back. Okay, Jess, you were just talking about, I was, well, I was crying. And then we were talking about making people feel comfortable. And I wanted to talk to you about the editing process, because I think that would have a lot to do. Do you have clients who ask you about the editing and what goes into that? And I have this thing and I do want to show it, or maybe I don't want to show it. And can you help me do this, that? Can you talk to us about editing? Yes, yes. It's such an important topic, especially in the digital world with Photoshop and, you know, there's so much that can be done now and easily, really. Um, One could change someone's body quite quickly and easily through Photoshop if you wanted to. Um, So it does come up. And now it's cool because um, I my updated website, I, I have a whole section about FAQs and I found that recently more people are reading it. Woohoo! <laughs> and it seems like they're actually coming in with a bit more knowledge than, oh, than if they hadn't read that. So, so first off, that's great. Again, putting the information out there before they even reach out, but Absolutely. it always comes up, right? Cause we're nervous. We're feeling vulnerable. What if, you know, what if I have cellulite? What if my scars show? What if my acne is there? Can you change me? Can you make me younger? You know, these are all things that we know evolve with Photoshop. So they're talked about for sure. Um, And for me, first off, there's many things that I say when this comes up. The first thing is that many times things don't show up as much as we think they're going to. And that alone is a powerful thing because when we break it down and we think about how we look at ourselves in the mirror, we are not nice. For, well, we go we right like to double zoom, triple zoom. <laughs> we have yeah. all those things right? <laughs> we look at what changed. We look at what did not change that we wish did. We look at, oh, this is different. I don't look like I'm 16 anymore. You know, we go right for the things that we're unhappy with because our brains and our trauma and our body image are all here with us. Now, the camera has no brain. That doesn't exist. So the camera is not going to focus on things I don't tell it to. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Because when we look with our eyes, everything's in focus. We go eyes, hair, you know, belly, shoulders, whatever. We can see everything. The camera is only focusing on what I tell it to. So sometimes just in posing, lighting, the situation, the outfit, it's not like, you know, we think it's like varicose veins. <laughs> right. That's not going to happen. Like, it's just some things may show up, but most likely it's not going to be what our anxiety is telling us it's going to be. Mm-hmm. So that's no, that's not editing. That's just something I always say, because I think it's important, you know, to, and we all have that concern. Again, a take I didn't expect. That's incredible. Gosh, Sasha, I'm having so much fun. Are y'all having a good time? You guys are awesome. This is so fun. What a delight. Kathy told me you were going to kick ass and I adore her and I adore her man. So I knew I was really going to enjoy, but I, gosh, you just, you're just Mm. teaching me so much, Jess, and your clients are so uh, blessed to have you, as my friend said. Wrote me a note like, "Wow, her clients are so lucky to have her." And I wrote, "I love her." On this note, over there, you guys are always. Well, tears are always. (laughs) I love that it's a song. (laughs) Oh, I just I know, but then. Yeah, me too. I hear (laughs) you. Okay, now so to. Yeah, I didn't actually answer your question, though. So keep going. Yes. Quick note about editing is that I am fully capable of editing anything. Like I could fully change everybody's body if we wanted to. But for me, that would be kind of doing the person who's coming to me a disservice. Right. Because Mm -hmm. if why we're doing this is to see ourselves in a new way with a new appreciation and just like look at me as I am right now, this is me. I'm 37, a business owner. Boom. Look at me being sexy. Right. 
we don't want to then say, well, that's me, but she totally photoshopped my entire body. And so it's not really me. Right. Right. Right? Like, so what I don't want to do is have people come to me and be like, okay, photograph me, but fully change me completely. (laughs) Right. Because while some photographers do editing and, you know, everyone has their own style and there is a photographer for everybody. So it's not that that's bad. It's just for me, it's not my mission. Um, Mm -hmm. I want these photos to be like, oh my God, that's me in this body right now. And ooh, look at me. Yes. Empowered. Empowered. Yes. Exactly. Have you ever had to turn a client away because you really thought they might Mm. want something that was a little bit more edited down in terms of Photoshop and no, Um, like we said, whatever you want in terms of of results, but have you ever, or do you, have you ever had that happen? Um, I don't think so. Not enough for editing just because there's, because this is such a conversation, this almost always comes up in our consultation. I find that as we talk more about it, it becomes like, oh, you're right. That's why I'm doing this, you know? And and the right. other thing is that the consultation is a beautiful conversation where we're going through all these things just like we are now. And then the session happens and then ultimately they'll see them later and choose what they want. So there's such a process that if, if you know, I, I always say, because I've had people say I have, a, I have a scar from a surgery or, you know, it really or trauma, you know, there's all kinds of things, Um, even from like self-harm scars, like there's just a lot of stuff out there that our bodies show. And if we were to go through their pictures and they're like, you know, I love that shot. It's just that one thing. Or, you know, there's that pimple that came up that morning. You know, I, I am capable of editing that stuff. I just try to keep it more to a very natural edit. So it doesn't look like you have plastic skin and I, I changed your body shape. You know, it's like, oh, that right. pimple has gone because it would have been gone in a couple of days anyway. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So You're not changing um, their body by taking away right. a pimple. Right. right. But what we are changing, right, is their mindset about how they see themselves. And that is literally the coolest thing ever. Coolest thing ever. Seriously. Just so yeah. validating. And we all yes. know how just empowering that is. So oh, I love right. it. Yeah. Can you talk to us a little bit about some of the requests you might get from your clients? Um, mm. You know, I want to look this certain way or I have this certain fetish. Maybe I want to, you yeah. know, have you already had anybody like I, I want to be in a ball gag or like what's the yeah. what's your what's your experience with clients and what they want to do? Yeah, yeah. So again, something we always talk about in con- in detail in the consultation, um, because for me, I want this session not just to be, hey, I did a boudoir session. I want it to be, I did a boudoir session that's me, right? Yes. That celebrates whatever I'm into. And so that doesn't mean that everybody gets a ball gag and everybody gets a leather corset, right? Because if that's not you, that's not you, (laughs) right? Right. But if it is you, then yes. (laughs) Yes. So I think, right? So, and and that's one of those things I think really holds people back about doing a a session like this is, are they going to make me do something I'm really uncomfortable with? You know, what if, what if, what if it's not me? And I always talk in detail about how much I want to make this about their personality, their style, or also it could be this kind of alter ego, this other side of ourselves that we have not had the chance um, due to society or pressures or, you know, a abusive partner, haven't ever gotten to really explore that side of myself that we can celebrate, right? Because that's like, ooh, it's a new thing. Let's try it. Um, But it's always client-driven. So, um, like, I have plenty of people that I've photographed in the BDSM community. I am not a part of that community. So I always want to approach these kind of things with curiosity. So Mm -hmm. I want to get to know what that means for them, right? 
I don't want to assume that I know because I don't, <laughs> right? Like, I don't right. Know. this is you we're talking about, not me. And so obviously talking about what that means to them, what kind of outfits or props or, you know, uh, masks, like what kind of stuff feels good to you? And is that something you even want to incorporate because it's your choice? Right, right. Oh, that's really, yeah. really cool. That is really And cool. it's super fun. Yeah. yeah, no kidding. In fact, um, you, Kathy mentioned you have a wardrobe. Can you talk to us about your wardrobe and how you built it and some of your favorite things from that wardrobe? Oh, yeah, totally. So now this has been a process over the years and it's still growing. So, you know, uh, as always, we're always growing and evolving. So I just started picking up little pieces that were interesting to me on Amazon. Honestly, um, cheap body suits, you know, you can, they have it all and it's cheap. And I, whenever I talk to my clients about outfits, they're totally welcome to bring their own, but I love that I can say, Hey, if you're booking really last minute, you don't have time to go get stuff. Or is this just so out of your wheelhouse? You don't even know, you know, what do I even wear? I want to be able to offer stuff so that you don't have to spend the money to go buy something. Um, so over the years I've been adding mostly bodysuits is really kind of what I buy often because I can buy them in all the sizes and have a really good mix of, you know, like extra small to like four X. And I hope to keep continuing that because it's very important to me that I'm size inclusive as much as I can be. Um, but bodysuits, it's not like buying a hundred bras because that's complicated. Oh, that's so complicated. Yeah. yeah like Even if you've got a like, bra in your size, it's probably, right, there's totally six out of 10 times it's not going to fit you. Yeah. I so. know. And so everyone has a horrible experience shopping, right? It's the worst. It's the worst. Um, yeah. And, and the, here's Body my suits. little rant about, yeah, my rant about sizing is that the worst thing, well, one of the many things society has done to women is not have a universal size for all clothes because we could be a, a medium in something and be a 5x in something else. Oh, yeah. Looking at you, and, and, <laughs> right? Right? And it's so frustrating because what it's that sweet. tells us as, as humans is that we're like, well, it's my body. I'm my body's the problem. I'm the one that can't fit clothes, but it's clothes. Clothes are the problem. <laughs> yes, you're so right. And we think of it the wrong way. And right. these, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. It's, it's so frustrating. Clothes. It's also, very frustrating. Also, our sizing is so, like, confusing. Like, you can have, like, uh, a 1X and plus size and a 1X and regular size, and they're totally different. Right. You're like, what does works. that mean? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And from so brand that is to brand, just completely right. different. I mean, an extra it's large just... shirt over here, swimming in it. Um, an extra large shirt over here, I can't get an arm in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, have you ever opened up something and it's supposed to be your size? And it's like, it looks like it's for the Coraline. If you were at a Coraline version of yourself, this would be great. This would fit yeah. perfectly on my doll. I know it's so frustrating, uh, right? But it just, our brains go right to blaming ourselves. And again, that all goes back into that body image stuff and how we feel about ourselves and that we're not worthy of sexy clothes or something nice is those thoughts. Well, what if it doesn't fit? Right. Right. So absolutely. Anyway, I love to have lots of things. Um, I'm always trying to get more sizes because it, you know, of course that's important. And It's so interesting because as I've done more and more shoots over the years, I've actually had so many people donate things to me um, because a lot of times they'll buy things they don't like or they don't end up fitting and they're like, this was $5. Take it. I'm never going to wear it. (laughs) How cool. Um, Yeah. So I've gotten a lot of pieces just from people being like, I'm never going to wear this again you know, or shoes or corsets. Oh my goodness. The amount of, I've never bought a corset because people just keep giving me corsets. They're so sexy. They're so sexy. I love it. Frankly, the idea of being able to come into your space and shop 
That sounds like so much fun. I mean, I could see yeah. that being just just part of the experience. And yeah. when we have stuff, yeah, you've got stuff that you enjoy wearing, but you know how you feel when you put on something new? Mm-hmm. And like you said, we can't always afford to do that because it's so expensive and it's a garment we're not going to wear very yes. often. So to go out and spend right. 30 or 40 or however much on something is just not always feasible. So um, uh, just it's not it's just cool for a lot of reasons. But I'm just thinking about how fun it would yeah. be to come and do some shopping myself. <laughs> yes, totally. And there may be things that you didn't even know existed, right? right. Like, um, there's oh, there I've gotten really into body jewelry lately. Ooh, Ooh like yeah. chains, like gold chains on the chest, or like on your booty jewelry. Okay. Oh, yes. yes, beautiful. And because the body shape yes. is so gorgeous, and oh, to be able to put yes. a little drape and sparkle. Ooh, yeah, dang, one of the yes. that you sent us has this like great this girl in this great pair of boots. They're like five. Yes. Oh, those are her boots? Yeah. Those were her boots and oh That's my god, painful. they were fire. Yeah. I love tall boots. Love them. Yeah. Yes. They do. I too. totally know what Kathy, you're talking about. Kathy had some too for her shoot and they were killer. Yeah, they were like maroon. Oh, they were gorgeous. Yes. Just so beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely cool. Yeah. And so shoes is something I don't have a lot of. (laughs) Just just because it's so personal. And honestly, the other thing that I do talk about is that in these sessions, yes, of course, tall boots, you know, black heels, classic. But some people, that's not who they are. And that's not what they do. And so I've literally photographed people in their Crocs, literally, uh, their uh, Converse sneakers, um, because what if that's more who they are and that's more authentic and they can be kind of, you know, like playful in your Mm -hmm. Converse sneakers. Mm -hmm. Sasha, I could so see you, Sasha. I could see Sasha and her little, no, Converse, Converse. I could see you with Converse with a little, you know, with your little Teddy or whatever. And then your Converse. (laughs) Totally. I could so see it. You look so cute. So yeah, just, it's just, part of who they are you know you're personalizing right. it yeah so yeah. Not right. what the and, hell <laughs> <laughs> honestly it was it was only one time it was only one time and it was because she showed up wearing them and she had an outfit that was the same color and i was like this I is too it. perfect put those on <laughs> oh i think it's awesome i mean what a memorable and once again you make it fun you make it fun And then they get in that space and they get comfortable and they can get vulnerable. And we have learned so much, so much from you this evening, Mm -hmm. Jess. Um, And at the best time talking to you, you know how I'm a mic hog, Sasha. I'm so sorry, girl. You got anything, baby doll? (laughs) Um, I get so excited. I just find it, I find it fascinating that like, you can take this type of photography and really use it Mm. as a tool to overcome a lot Mm. mentally. Um, Yeah. Like on top, just being, just having the opportunity of seeing yourself in like a, a celebrated way. um, That like just having that opportunity to see yourself differently. That's not, you know, in front of the mirror with the zoomed up and all the, (laughs) <laughs> like magnet, magnetized pimple inducing things but um, yeah. yeah I just think that it's like beautiful that you can that you're able to um, have a career helping people in a lot of ways and also expressing your own creative side I just think that's mm. so great um, I'm slightly jealous <laughs> yeah it's Honestly, it is literally the best job ever. It really, really is. Um, And, you know, the cool thing, too, and um, this is a little bit more, I guess, well, whatever, it it all relates. But I feel like this job by doing boudoir and really wanting to be so authentic in in my presentation of myself and why I do it and, and all this and creating a space for clients, 
I feel like it's really made me work on myself in the process because, you know, I mean, people can tell when you're not being real, you know, like you can tell when you're like, oh yeah, you know, you should love yourself. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. right. I don't know. Like there's a lot of weight. Yeah. Like you do that. Good luck. Like, I don't know. Like I want to make sure that I'm coming from a space of, I'm also always growing. I'm also always working on my own anxiety and my own, you know, traumas and, and things because I'm not magical. Right. <laughs> like, I'm not going to magically fix everybody. I don't know. But... <laughs> I was going to say, I didn't want to argue with the guest, but wow. <laughs> oh, you guys are so cute. Well, I would love to be magical. Um, I hope I'm magical. But, you know, I just feel like it's so beautiful to sit with people in this instead of being like, I'm an expert and I'm going to fix you and more be like, we all have this kind of thread of, of complicated feelings about ourselves as women in America in this time. And so that to me is so healing and so beautiful because I'm doing the work at the same time to try and get be the best I can give to them. So like that feels really lucky that my job helps me like grow. (laughs) And that was something else I wasn't expecting. What's (laughs) Sasha? Well, also just having that opportunity to like show all different types of bodies and Mm -hmm. people being beautiful and sexy in their own skin. Like that was so filtered out through a lot of my own childhood that I didn't even know. Like, it didn't even occur to me that somebody that looked like me or somebody my size or somebody my skin tone or whatever could be beautiful or sexy um, in their own skin. So just having that opportunity alone to just be like, these are, this is is for everybody, you know, Um, that's so empowering. Yes. And (laughs) seriously. Yeah. And honestly, the showing of many types of people, as much diversity in hairstyles, skin tones, body size, age, right? All those things show us that we can see ourselves, Mm -hmm. right? Representation is everything. And I think we're just so slowly starting to get there right like we're chipping away at this you know body image stuff because yeah in the in the 80s the 90s the 2000s even that wasn't even yeah it was a whole bunch of you know whoever's in cosmo yeah (laughs) i was one body type i love flipping through my my socials and just seeing all the beauty all the the fact that not all, I mean, I know there's still a lot of heavy Photoshop going on with whatever brands or whatever, but there are really some that are leaning into uh, just showing people how they look with their cellulite or whatever. And I always think like that is just, it's like sexy. There's just something that is very, it's represent, it's representative. It's sexy. It's vulnerable. It's beautiful. Um, and, uh, nice. and I, I just love seeing it. I love seeing it. It's, it, I, that is a Me great too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Every so, time I see an ad that's not like, that has like, Ooh, cellulite. I'm like, woo. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. And even some of like, you know, supermodels leading into being in mm-hmm. their fifties and sixties and sh- just showing all of the, yes. like, like, gosh, Paulina Porshkova and just. Yes, yes, post-pregnancy, you know, um, yes. just Justine Bateman coming forward and saying, you know, this is my face, this is the way I look, this is yes. beautiful, um, and, and um, how, yes, it is, uh, it's, it, it feels yes. triumphant, it feels empowering, and thank you for contributing right. to that, and um, mm-hmm. this has just been an amazing conversation, Jess, I, yeah. I always enjoy our guests and learn things and this has just been an incredible time thank you and like you said i mean i just think that there are so many people that experience this uh these emotions and these conflicts mentally and so like i really hope that uh this conversation helps 
people kind of invite a new way of looking at yourself and maybe call call up this photographer in Massachusetts and get a session. Yes, yes. Yeah. I might just Give I might us your take a trip out there just for you. <laughs> I was going to say road yeah. trip. Just pick me up. Yeah. Road you trip. have to pass by me on the way, so pick me up. Um, Jess, yeah, can you give us all your social media handles again? Tell us how to get a hold of you. Yeah, yeah. So on Instagram, I'm at JS Boudoir. Um, also, Facebook is the same. It's facebook.com slash JS Boudoir. Uh, we're also on TikTok at JS Boudoir. Mm -hmm. And um, I do have a website that's jsboudoir.com. <laughs> Excellent. That's some good branding. That's smart. Yes. Yes. yes well, awesome. I love it. That's great. That's great. I lack consistency. So um, good for you. Thank you so much again. And um, everybody, thanks Jess for joining us. We loved it. My gosh. Um, and thank you everyone for joining us for another episode of Horror Stories. Um, this has been uh, Kelly Aaron, your host and here with my beautiful co-host and our gorgeous guest. Jess. Jesse Clemens. Yay! <laughs> Thanks, y'all. Join us next time. Be sure to like and subscribe. Uh, check out, follow our Instagram page. You can still get a mug at kellyaaron.com. And um, we'll talk to y'all soon. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Horror Stories, Tales of the Hustle. Inspire us. If you'd like to share a horror story, hit us up on our email at horrorstories at gmail.com. That's W-H-O-R-E-O-R-S-T-O-R-I-E-S -E -E at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.